0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Pitch, a Rocket League podcast. Uh, I'm Owen Henderson, here alongside Drew Dilbeck. On this podcast, we discuss everything uh, related to Rocket League, from tournaments, roster changes, drama, pretty much everything surrounding the scene. And Drew, the GOAT himself, 2 an own Indie Gaming League. How does it feel? Uh,
1: p- pretty good. I don't think we've ever been, like... Two, I think we're two and one now. Oh you are okay. we, well we had one week where we lost. But anyways but, but still, still I don't but think we've done do this they, good in IGL. They, they don't know how it started while. though. They
0: two reverse sweeps.
1: Two reverse sweeps, yep.
0: I was a part of one of those by the way. I was a substitute, so <laughs>
1: Man, that it was all good. because of you.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm I'm the magic dust that I, <laughs> that was sprinkled all over the season. So if you guys go on to yep. win, it was all me so
1: it was you i will give you the game ball if yeah. we win
0: yeah i just thought i had i, I would hype you up there real quick i, I don't do that normally thanks, so. thanks for that yeah no problem. thank you very much i do what i can all right <laughs> so we are back the eu regional just finished yesterday we were going to record this yesterday but i was tired so we decided not to record this yesterday i was <laughs> i had stuff so that's my excuse um anyway a lot happened drew uh quite the regional it was it was a good one um a lot of a lot of crazy stuff and endpoint. How about him?
1: Hell yeah! No kidding. Endpoint. They they good. <laughs> pretty good. They're looking pretty good. I know. I t-
0: I tweeted that. I mean, it's kind of spoiler, but I mean, if you guys saw it, you know what happened after they won. I tweeted. I was just like, "Psycho's pretty good." Like that's that's
1: all that's all I could say. Um, he, he's a pretty good player.
0: Yeah, he's not too bad. Um, before we uh. Get into the recap, um, I thought we would discuss a couple things that happened, a couple roster changes, a couple things actually in, in A that happened that were pretty crazy. Um, so the first thing being Na'Vi signed the Fadeaway roster, Misf- Misfits Gaming signed the Monkeys roster, so that's pretty cool. Both of those are really big orgs, especially Na'Vi. They have awesome merch, by the way. Drew, have you seen their merch?
1: Yeah, when I looked at their merch, whenever you told me that they were uh, picking them up they have some pretty cool merch. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I want to. I, I really like most of it.
0: It's kind of expensive, but I'd buy it. So yeah. Um. So that was pretty cool. I think it's all awesome that bigger orgs are joining. I think that's really cool, and it kind of shows the growth of the league, especially with uh, things kind of settling down. They have the RLCS X format. They've kind of revamped it a bit. Things are kind of getting settled, and um, so that's cool. Um. Next thing that happened drew did you see what happened with beast mode wait i texted you this never mind you know what happened yeah, with yeah beast yeah mode. so you Beast told mode, me this i was watching the kcp qualifiers yesterday by the way they didn't win so that was that kind of sucked they they didn't make the second regional so that makes me feel bad anyway um i think rapid came into the um stream at some point and said that beast mode was stepping down um like not f- just from shopify but like from competitive rocket league. So I don't know why that was and why it wasn't like in the off season. Drew, I don't know if you have thoughts on that. We don't know a bunch about it right now, so we can only speculate, but I don't know what, what you have.
1: Yeah. It was kind of weird that he decided now to step down. I don't know if it was like, he just didn't like where he was with Rebellion, and this was his easy way out. Or some actual opportunity, because I think it was said that he wanted to pursue, like, sports. actual sports. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it is weird, like you said, that it happened, like, this shortly into RLCS 21 to 22.
0: Right.
1: It was like, why wouldn't he just do it before? Yeah. But...
0: um, I saw... So, I don't know if I can confirm this. I haven't even uh, told Drew this, but I was watching Lawler's stream earlier and someone claiming to be Beast Mode's dad, like seriously, and Lawler believed him. So I don't know if he knows something I don't, but he came in the stream and kind of talked about it a bit. And if that is his dad, he was kind of explaining things a bit, which Lawler thinks it is. So I'll believe him because he's a good insider. Um, he was saying it's kind of been something that he's been thinking about for a while, which I think is odd. Based on how they placed in um, in the we played tournament, they did really well there. Um, mm-hmm. He kind of alluded it was also a bit mental too. Uh, I think if I remember correctly. So I don't know if it's just that he wants to pr- pursue sports or what, but that's kind of crazy because I was the former beast Mo- or former beast mode squad, former KCP squad. So I kind of kept tabs on them. Um, so that's kind of sad to see. He was like really good last season and really good this season. So um i think his dad did leave the door open for him to come back though he just said there wasn't like any kind of time timetable for it so um i don't know much else other than that (coughs) um but yeah kind of kind of crazy and they didn't qualify either uh i don't was did beast mode play at all during this qualifier drew do you know
1: Whenever I started to tune in to it, which was the second set, he had not been. And I think even on Liquipedia, it says that he did not play and that he was substituted was substituted by, uh, let's see if it actually says it. Uh, um, I don't,
0: think it I don't says. see it. Yeah. I don't think it says, um, but yeah, I I, it I I imagine you're right. I don't think you would have done it mid-series. I don't think it was like a, a kind of a tilt thing at all. So I don't think that would have done it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, I kind of have some thoughts on it. Um, at first I was a bit, not really upset, but frustrated because, you know, I want this scene to be kind of more mature. And at first it, my, I thought it was something that was kind of, Because of tilt, because I didn't know much about it, or like, you know what I mean, it was just something kind of immature, but from what it seems, I mean, he's just trying to make the best decision for himself, and I I can respect that, Um, so, I mean, I hope whatever he does ends up well. I think he's trying to do soccer, like real soccer, so, I don't know, I'll have to see, he, I don't, I I imagine he'll send out a tweet at some point, like a twit longer, like some sort of, kind of statement, so, if something happens there, I'll, I'll figure out and see. Like where his mind is at the moment. Anyway, yeah. Um. So we kind of discussed. I have it on the uh, docket, but Rebellion failed to make qualifiers for NA, or sorry, fails to qualify for NA Regional Two. I mean, like we kind of know why they've been doing bad now, but like, do you have any thoughts on that other than other than you know it's because Beast Mode is not playing, or is that about it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, kind of. I mean. Beast Mode was the, I don't want to say he was all of their offense, but he was the heart and soul of their offense. Rapid can do some pretty cool stuff sometimes. Rapid resets, but um, mostly it was Beast Mode, and it was Rapid and, um, uh, why can't I think of his name? Memory, Memory, thank you. Memory, most underrated player in NA. Yeah, I have have his jersey, so I kind of have to remember his name. (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like it's the same thing with Rogue, that they kind of just lost most of their offensive firepower.
0: Yeah. Um, And I think it'll get a bit better. Like, depending on how good the uh, sub is, they might just kind of have to practice with him a bit. Because I don't think, um, I don't really think, at least I know uh, Reddle said, uh, at least teams he's been on, the, the subs don't really, like, scrim or anything with them so they, it might just take a mm-hmm. while to get you know kind of the chemistry there or or the same thought process for offense and defense so we'll see but that's kind of sad to see because i had them really high up in uh, the big be- at the beginning of the season i think i put them five or something like that but i don't yeah i put them at three they certainly can't make the major and i doubt they do well the rest of the season so that's a bit sad um yeah. Could they sign anybody midseason? I know the uh, the um, trade window is like in November at some point, but I don't know if there's anybody to sign even. So,
1: um, there's some up and coming talent, but ooh, Aqua, not a lot. Aqua, that's the I, I just thought of Aqua. Or you could sign Aqua or Daniel. Yeah, Daniel's a Daniel's possibility. In
0: December, so I mean it'll take a while, but I'd do it why not i mean you don't have when, is to aqua?
1: when can aqua be signed Pick
0: that up as i begin my recap um so uh e regional one happened this past weekend friday through sunday and it, ooh, it was a banger like one day one through three was an absolute banger in my opinion uh friday i kind of watched uh well i didn't watch I, I listened to it at work i think you did the same right drew
1: Yeah, I listened to it at work. Yeah, so
0: I I didn't really get to watch the teams, but I heard them, and listening to it was awesome, so I can only imagine watching it. Uh, Day two was pretty good, um, a slight bit predictable, uh, but day three was really crazy. So Um, I thought we'd start off. Well, actually, first, did you get anything on Aqua? I want to know. I actually want to know about that. (laughs) Yes.
1: It is. He can be signed at the very end of December 21st. What
0: about Daniel? Do you know?
1: Uh,. Let's see if I can pull it up real fast.
0: Okay. We're testing your skills.
1: Daniel is is the very beginning of December. Okay, December fifth.
0: All right. So, I it would be cool if they did like a KCP thing where they signed him like before any b- before he was eligible. Um, yeah. So I think that'd be kind of cool. But anyway, getting back to EU Regional One. Day one, Drew. Uh, let me pull up the bracket real quick. Get my, I probably should have had it up before, but I don't. Um. So the... Hold on. So the day one for the Swiss, Drew. Oh my gosh. It was so... It was like so whack. So I know what you're going to say, Drew. I know what you're going to say. Just say it. What was the biggest surprise <laughs> of the Swiss...
1: It's such, it's, Owen, it's such low-bearing fruit. It but is, it's, it's so easy. Thing, it's the biggest thing that happened. Yeah. me what happened? I know, so they lost,
0: <laughs> I went, oh, go ahead, sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, it's all right, I was, they went 0-3 on the day to Double O Nation, Vodafone, which is the only kind of good team that they played all day, and evil geniuses.
0: Right. Yeah, well, they only played against one team that qualified. And they lost yeah. to two out of three of those teams. So, Yep. Um, so, yeah, they went 0-3 on the day. They only won enough games to win one best of seven, like the equivalent. They won one game each series. That was it. Um, I don't yep. know if they were competitive at all. I doubt it just based off of the results. But um, I, I
1: went don't. back and I watched, actually, to see... Because I I really wanted to know what was wrong with them. Because it's so rare to see this, to see Vitality at number sixteen, the worst spot. You but it was like it, it was strange. I don't I don't know what the deal was. It was like their offense had no teeth, kind of thing, and right. their defense was sloppy for Vitality. So
0: did Alpha have any strange to do with it, You think?
1: N- no, I don't think. He did. I think it was an. Over, it felt like an overall team effort. It wasn't like anyone was messing up really bad. Alpha wasn't on like his insane level right. where he's just just a mechanical god, but he certainly wasn't bad. Hmm. I mean, by any means.
0: Hmm. Who do you think that? Who was the worst? Like, was there? Was it? I'm, I know you said it was like all three of them, but was there one that really stood out, or were they all just? bad enough or none of them in particular stood out
1: if anyone stood out it was maybe k but as the worst or the best as as the worst wow k doesn't k doesn't stand out very much in the first place yeah, so that's, fair. that's uh, fair it's not that big of a thing he probably was just being a god and holding his team together at third man
0: <laughs> <laughs> that could be um. So yeah, Team Vitality is definitely the biggest surprise. I think of the Swiss. I think if you put sure. anyone at that number one spot, uh, anyone else other than Vitality, you're you're lying. Um, but there were a couple other ones I thought were um a bit disappointing. Uh, I thought it was weird that the Flying Dutchman didn't make it. Um. They did win a yeah. best of five against Dignitas, which was impressive, as we'll talk about later on. They swept mm-hmm. Guild, but other than that, they lost to Simper, to Misfits, and to Williams Resolve, which Williams Resolve is actually decent, by the way. Um, that's the Atlantic Wave or Atlantic Tide roster? Um, Tide Wave. Tide Wave. I, I almost got it. Don't worry about it. Um, almost. But, yeah, I was a bit disappointed in them because they have my man Violet Panda, Oli and Though. so And Verge as the coach so um, I, I don't know I was a bit disappointed uh, I didn't get to watch their games because I was like I said I was at work um, any, did anybody else stand out to you Drew
1: a, another team that was kind of surprising to me was mm, I don't know it's, I have two teams that I'm thinking of I'm going to go with the team that was probably better overall Vodafone Giants 1-3 in three on the day Yeah. To only be Vitality yeah, I know. Which is, it's kind of strange.
0: Yeah, that is strange. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Uh, that is weird. Um, I don't know much about this Vodafone Giants roster. I fought, They're my EU team um, that I've kind of chosen. I really liked them last year with their uh, offense that sometimes was overcommitting a lot, but that made them fun as well. Uh but I don't know much about this specific Vodafone <laughs> since they changed hands. It was the old Team Queso. Um I, I didn't watch a bunch of Team Queso last year, but I do like the Spanish Bim Bam, so um I'll I'll try to watch some later on. But yeah, uh that was not that was not uh, great. Um who is it? Atomic Dimensa. Yeah, they should do better than that. Um yeah. that's my professional analysis of that team. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was kind of
1: strange that they didn't do better.
0: Yeah. I mean, they almost made it, but still, yeah. Uh, they didn't really... Well, they went to five with Dignitas, but Dignitas seemed to have a rough day in the Swiss, so... Um, mm. But, yeah. So, yep, yeah, day one, biggest thing was Vitality, I think. Um, so, that was pretty crazy. Uh, day two, let me pull up the playoff bracket. Um, There wasn't much... I th- Well, I mean, maybe... This is just me. There wasn't um, a bunch that was unpredictable or, or crazy like in the Swiss uh, for day two. Um, I thought it was kind of unfortunate that uh, both of the new orgs lost. I mean, I think they knew coming into this they probably didn't get the best rosters, but that was a bit unfortunate. But uh, what do you think, Drew? Anything particular stand out about the quarters?
1: Um, for the quarters, um. The only thing at the last quarterfinal game was just a banger just because of how close it was to being a reverse sweep. And oh man, I hated
0: Harmony and Williams Resolve.
1: Yeah, Williams Resolve. Oh man, that that, the way that series ended hurted me. It hurted me. And that's how the day ended. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: oh, it was so bad, but the series that I enjoyed the most was the Simper Dignitas one.
0: Right, I agree.
1: It was pretty back and forth, really, really close games all the way down to the end. Uh yeah, it was a pretty good series. I enjoyed that one a lot. I will it started out slow, but yeah it got better as we went.
0: So I do have thoughts um about Dignitas since you're talking about the Simper Dig series. Alright. Um, so Dignitas already doing better than they did last season doing well mm-hmm. they made it to semis doing well a lot better than they did last season i don't did they ever make it to semis last season i don't believe they did and if they did it wasn't that it was an anomaly um, yeah i don't think they did so are you doing better and it's the first week so i'm not really criticizing them or i'm not really worried about them in the long term but they didn't seem there were some double commits um some miscommunication that really prevented them i think i think if they communicated a bit better and there were less double commits they could have made it a closer series in the semis which we'll talk about in a minute but um i don't know what do you think about them right now drew how do you feel about where dignitas is right now because i know they um I know, like, scrub killer was. They signed to him like just before the off season ended, so they're probably still kind of working out some things. But I don't know. Um, I I wasn't disappointed in them, but I wasn't like super high on them. Like I wanted to be. Uh, what do you think? I don't know if you have any opinions on that.
1: Yeah, they have. I mean, they've done, like you've said, they've done much better comparatively towards last season. And I don't think that they've reached the expectations some people have had. They got top four in their first regional, which was good. That's that's a good sign. And the good thing to me, though, is that unlike last season with Dignitas, they're upset with each other whenever they lose. Right. They look like they're still having a good time and that they really want to win and they've feel like they're a team kind of thing. I feel like with Violent Panda and joyas and Jack that there was a little bit of tension yeah. whenever there was a loss towards Panda because usually it did fall down to Panda not being the best possible for reasons with his injury right. and stuff that he has. But I, I don't. It seems like everyone's just having a good time, like playing with their friends. Yeah, and, which is good. I think that's important if you want to go far in this season.
0: Oh, I agree. I think that is important. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think there's some good chemistry. I know they talk. Uh, Scrub talked about it a bit. How um they really work well together, and and they really have the same philosophy philosophy about how to play uh in our rlcs and as a team so i'm not worried about them going forward i think we just had such high hopes for them i think we we might have both had them in the finals um i know you did um so maybe just our expectations were a bit um a bit different than what what happened so uh, maybe that was why it was a bit maybe slightly disappointing but uh still i think still a good result um Let's see, yeah, BDS swept Geniuses in the quarterfinals, in point, pretty much manhandled Misfits. Um, Those are the Uh two that we didn't talk about. Um, Let's move to the semis, though, unless you have anything else to talk about on day one. No. Or, uh, yeah, the semis, so day three. So what do you want to start with? I'll let you go. Uh, Start with the series that was most interesting to you.
1: Well, the series that was definitely most interesting was Endpoint Carmine Corp. And f- for me, the series was a really good tester for both these teams, Carmine Corp. Uh, is it Carmine or Carmine? Let's 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 clarify. Uh, this, or we can just say KC.
0: Yeah, let's we say can- KC. Okay. Okay. So,
1: <laughs> so it was a really good tester for me for KC and Endpoint uh, because KC coming into the season had a lot of high expectations they were going to be the next team to kind of give bds a run for their throne position right and they did that and the we play open they they did best of set in that right and they mm-hmm. won back-to-back best of sets yep against bds which was a good sign but this series and the will Williams resolve series leaves me a little scared because in the, we play tournament Astro was just having a blast, dude. He was laughing. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen Astro laugh, he never was looks happy. Time. but <laughs> he never looks happy. It's like everyone on BDS. No one looks happy. They're all super, super focused, but he's just, just not actually happy. BDS looks like they're focused anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's off topic, off topic, but, this these two series with Real Williams resolve and endpoint he didn't he looked upset again. it didn't seem like he was having fun, maybe the pressure was getting to him. I don't know I don't know yeah,
0: um, I kind of agree um with that I think uh the combination of him not having fun and I don't know if it when he's not having fun, I can't tell if that means. Like, there's something going on, or if that's just him. You know you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know what you mean with, with that, but, like, I don't know. It seems like whenever he's not playing good, he feels like he has to carry the team, if you know what I mean. He goes through a really crazy thing. And kind of puts, it's like him against the world, and he has to do everything himself, which I guess is kind of a team trust issue. But right. I, I think he kind of does it to him, does it to himself sometimes.
0: Yeah, and I like I understand the competitive nature. I like that that he wants to win so much, but like there kind of has to be a balancer, in my opinion. And I think he had that in the we play because obviously they were still good when he was having a good time. Uh, but I think that I don't know. I'm not I mean they went to uh but they went to seven with endpoint, um in the semis, so I mean they're still good, but yeah, it's kind of that Young. same tendency that um they had last season, so we'll see. But um uh Dignitas uh lost to B D S uh four one. Were those games close even?
1: Um uh, Not really. Yeah, they were all. I mean, they were a little bit. They were but... all within one point.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, hold on. Me... Two
1: overtimes. Yep. Um. So they
0: lost one four. It might have been a bit closer. Um. <laughs> but I I said to Drew. Um. He was telling me that we had that Dignitas had BDS afterwards, and I was like, well, that's that sucks because it's BDS. It's like the BDS and NRG effect where it's like, if you get them anywhere before the finals, you just like. Are wishing you didn't get them but um that, that's kind of how that goes a little bit yeah um so for the finals then oh baby oh man those were like oh. so good i <laughs> it was sunday. i don't know like it was a i was kind of running around that sunday I had the chiefs on my right monitor. I had RLCS on my left monitor. I ran and got a bunch of fast food. Oh, it was just an awesome finals. It was great. I almost threw up, but it was an awesome finals. Um, a lot of fast food was eaten and it was a lot of enjoyment. Um, but so it was the, um, best of set format, which we explained yesterday. That's what they're doing for every finals for the regionals. um, I don't know what to say. It's the same as last week. Like, it was just so good. True. What do you think?
1: It was so good. It was the best EU. This regional, to me, was the best EU regional that we've ever had. For the fact that BDS didn't win it. (laughs) And the other times that BDS hasn't won, they didn't go to the final. Right. I think there was one time that they went to the finals and lost. So this is the first time. Someone has beat BDS in the finals other than Vitality at the end of RLCS season X, but man, this was such a good series. And there's
0: a great point in regards to this, them being beat in the finals. They got to the finals and they played well. Like it wasn't, you were saying this to me um, during the series, kind of when it was wrapped up, like, BDS wasn't playing bad. Like they had, they had some good shots in the first series, uh, the first best of seven. They were up two before two in the series before Endpoint started clawing its way back. So they played well. Um, I don't think they played down to their opponent at all. Um, I think Endpoint
1: stepped no. up. Yeah, and props to Endpoint. Like you said, they lost the first two straight games, which against BDS. I don't have the actual stat, but I think any time BDS has went two zero up on someone, I don't think anyone has ever won.
0: Well, you heard me. Like when they were up two zero, I thought it was over. I thought I think I yeah. told you that. Yeah, I,
1: I yeah I didn't have a lot of faith. I had some faith after the KC series, but they won the third game. And then the fourth game, they got stomped again. And I was like, oh, man, it's yeah. it's over. 3-1, it's over. Right. <clears throat> and then the comeback of the century for oh, my started gosh. coming up. Oh, man, 1-0, the next game, shut them out. That game, the next game, 5-3, that game was scary. All right, I don't, <laughs> you, you yeah, were I know. There, you, I know. <laughs> were, you were gone getting fast food. But... <laughs> I, I, I was listening. I was sitting here. I was sitting here by myself watching and I was just I audibly was saying, "Oh no. Oh no." <laughs> I know he texted because I was so scared. Yeah, you
0: texted me. I was in the drive-through for Dairy Queen. I was so hungry. Like I wanted to find stuff at the house so I could just watch the finals in peace. I was so hungry. Um but Drew texted me in the line at Dairy Queen. He's like, "Oh, and come back." And I was like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> but yeah
1: yeah that was game seven i was like you gotta come back you gotta come back they're about to win (laughs) but yeah it was it was very well played by pinpoint i thought they did a very good job something that i don't know of many other teams off the top of my head have done coming back from a 3-1 series against bds
0: yeah and er going back to what i said (laughs) earlier about me thinking they were done when when they lost, uh, when BDS was up 2 0. That wasn't even a knock on endpoint. Endpoint played well. Like, it's just like, does anybody predict someone to come back after BDS goes up 2 0 in the finals? Like, does it anybody? I don't think you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised. Um, series two, both of these series went to seven. And Drew, the last two games, you know this the last two games uh, of series two both were three minutes long or sorry the over they went they three minute overtime yeah the three minute overtime plus the standard regulation and they were so good like i think they played the best i a lot of times um i think in these best of sets i think we saw it a couple times in in na um where Don't get me wrong, I really love these. I I like the marathon kind of thing where you really have to uh, be the most consistent. Uh, It's not just, you know, first to three where it's like a race almost. But in the last series, a lot of times you see the the players getting fatigued and there's more mistakes and more whiffs. But to me at least, in that second series, those last two games, I think that was the best both teams had played that day. So uh, it was awesome.
1: Yeah. And going into what was it? Game five? Game four, BDS really started to look like the monsters that we're used to. They were starting to really lock down. No opportunity was missed. Right. Their defense was insane. Oh, so good. Their passing was insane. They were. And I was starting to get worried for Endpoint. I'm not going to lie. They took their timeout, which I want to mention, the way they did their timeouts was really interesting. (laughs) Usually when the teams take timeouts, they're like focused. They're like, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to try counter with this. But no. (laughs) They got up, and they were moving around. Metzler was doing doing squats. I think (laughs) Metzler was doing squats. I think (laughs) Leaf asked after the series was over when we were going to get their workout video but (laughs) i thought it was a really interesting way to take time outs
0: no that that is a really good way like i don't know why that hasn't been implemented before i wouldn't have thought of it but i mean like it makes sense Mm -hmm. like there were a couple times when when me drew and a friend played in indie gaming league and we took it really seriously. Where, like, I would just have to get up after a game where I played bad. And I think we all did sometimes. It just kind of, like... Like, there's just something about getting up out of of your chair for a minute. Kind of, like, refreshing things. So, I think that was really smart. I don't know if that was their idea. If that was a coach. Or if they have some sort of uh, mental... I know a lot of the teams have, like, mental like uh, counselors. And just different things like that. So, I don't know who did that. But that was really smart. And I think everybody should do it. Because, like... Even if you lose, it's like it can't hurt, and it might help. It helped them a lot, so I think that was really cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was an awesome series. I kind of wanted it to go to series three, though. I don't know what you think, but that would have been crazy.
1: <laughs> that would have been crazy. I think we would have. I think we would have maybe got a lot of diff- a lot different series three because, whenever it comes to these, BDS is definitely the team out of a lot of teams I can think of, even NA teams, that has extreme mental fortitude and um, I can't... Stamina, that's that's a good word for it. Mental stamina. And I think that if they went to a third series, that endpoint was going to start to run out of gas.
0: I think you might be right.
1: (laughs) Because the way that that last... series that we had looked at the end it looked like endpoint was starting to run out of gas but and
0: it's it's especially at the end of those i think those long ots especially when it's you know the best of set format where like you see teams who lose those long OTs like start to physically just kind of tap out, even if they don't want to. I mean, I, like, I've even seen NRG do it occasionally, not very often, but just like mm-hmm. they're just toast and you can't really blame that, them for that. You know, just sometimes you're done. And those OTs, man, two in a row, if that went to the third series, yeah, I kind of agree that could have been different. But in my fantasy land, it, uh, the third series would have gone to seven two. So that's just what I'm going to like project in my mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah. Three best of sevens, man. Yeah, I would've liked that.
0: So with Drew Drew with the endpoint winning against BDS, uh they swept them. I mean, technically in the series, I mean it was obviously a lot closer than that, but technically they swept them. Um they what they won the two best of sevens. Uh so we'll say uh BDS got swept because that sounds cooler. Um do you think This is a honeymoon phase for Endpoint. I I never assume that, but I always like to ask the question because some of these newer rosters, I don't know, sometimes that happens. So uh, I don't know if you have any opinions on that.
1: Yeah, that's always a good question because I know from even... SSG! SSG, that's a really good one. But even in my own personal experience, there's almost always a honeymoon phase whenever you start play with a new third or a new second or whatever, You sometimes you just click right off the bat and you don't know why and you just win just constantly. And then after that, after that three or four day or however long it is, then it's just, it's rough after that. You kind of have a hard time. So I personally think that it's possible, it didn't seem likely. Usually what I look for whenever I'm thinking of, like, honey's is that there's, like, one player popping off and everyone else is just kind of in the background. Right. Or, But that wasn't the case. It was everyone was, like, very good. Obviously, there was one player that stood out more than anyone else, Relating but wave. I. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but yes, he did play very good. I will give you that. But <laughs> no, I don't. I don't personally think that it'll be a honeymoon phase for them.
0: I'm glad you agree with me. I didn't think you would say otherwise, but I agree because something Johnny was saying. I think I don't know if it was on stream or if it was after on his own personal channel on Twitch, but he was saying like SSG in the fall split their meta was demoing uh it was a lot of demos um so it was a bit one dimensional in that sense they they really had just one thing that teams needed to figure out but i think with endpoint like all of them played well obviously psycho i mean he's he's been crazy um but all of them played well Metsa is playing the best he's played, and I—I I don't think it's just one thing that they're doing. They're—they're they're a lot like BDS right now, where I can't think of one like flashy trait that BDS does well. I mean, they demo, they score, they're accurate, but it's not one thing like demos or boost stealing um, that they're doing. It's—it's it's a bunch of things. So, I—I uh, I think it's something that will last, in
1: my opinion. Yeah, and something that really stood out to me and this series was whenever teams play bds they have a really hard time keeping pressure on bds because bds has really good long clears they're one of the best teams at that it just getting rid of pressure but no matter how hard they tried they just couldn't get like i think you mentioned it whenever we were watching it that they were getting rid of of the ball, they were clearing it, but it wasn't like a possession clear. They didn't hold possession, they just gave yeah. it right back to end point, <clears throat> which was really surprising to me because usually that's how it are not end point. Uh, BDS beats teams is that they'll have some pressure on them, but it's not for a long period of time, or it's not. They can just get one big bang clear away and. Or a couple, and they'll be fine. But no matter how hard they tried this time, it was just there was so much pressure on BDS. I don't think I've seen that much pressure on BDS for a while.
0: Yeah, not for that long. I mean, we've seen it in a couple game stints, but definitely not that long. Um, right. So that's pretty crazy. So I have next question on my docket that I've been staring at, very, um, very excited um, to talk about, Drew. Psycho played so well, like In point last season. I like Turo. I like bumping, and it helps a lot because it's fun and it, it causes big booms. But Psycho has played so well. Or, sorry, not Turn Turo. I think I said Turn Turo. Uh, he replaced <laughs> Virtuoso on Endpoint this offseason. I had never heard of Psycho. I don't know if you did, but I had never heard of him before being signed with Endpoint. Nope. Um, do you think he's already the Rookie of the Year, or do you think he's the top spot? Because I I can't think of anybody else who could uh, be the top spot for Rookie of the Year.
1: Uh, yeah, I think he's definitely Rookie of the Year. For, um, for EU. Yeah, yeah I, for EU. At least for EU. I can't think of any teams in, in a off the top of my head that have rookies that have played well. But anyways, <clears throat> he played... I I don't even know how what to say. He played so, so well. And, like, he had nerves of steel the entire time. Yeah. There was not one, like, time that I was like, uh-oh, he messed up because he was nervous. Right. <clears throat> he was just... There's no hesitation. <laughs> there was zero hesitation. He was mustying. He was breezing. <gasps> he was doing everything.
0: Bro, when he almost did that musty
1: goal oh, oh my goodness. gosh I was gonna
0: scream I can't believe he had like the courage to do that in a game oh, se- no. i don't know if it was game seven but it was definitely a closer game in the finals against bDS that was crazy
1: yeah and even in the uh, kc series he was just completely outplaying a team I mentioned this to you whenever I first it was towards the end it was either towards the end of the kc series or or the beginning of the BDS series, whenever they were starting to get a role. <clears throat> but it really reminded me of in Season 5, whenever NRG picked up Justin. Mm-hmm. It was like, not NRG was a good team. I, They were like a top three team yeah. in NA in for a while. But whenever they picked up Justin... They were on a whole nother level from before. And I feel like that's kind of what it was with Endpoint. Endpoint was an okay team. I wouldn't say that they were the best. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that they were the worst. They were just kind of in the middle yeah, for me. But picking up Psycho and having Psycho, it's a game changer for them.
0: Yeah, I agree. Because I told you this. I could be very ignorant because I am... Very openly, I, I very openly say I know more about NA than I do EU. Uh, same about the other regions. I don't know much about SAM or OCE. I do want to learn more about APAC North and South, though, because Doomsie's there. And he did a Doomsie dish the other day. That was pretty cool. Um, anyway, um, so I could be ignorant about this. I could just not know the facts. But it feels like previously, so they had uh, Virtuoso. Demo kind of Demo rule. I don't know what really he played. It definitely wasn't striker. A, a very heavy Demo guy obviously, he's famous for that. He had Metza. I mean, he he could I think they a lot of time used him as the striker, but I don't think he was the striker. Uh or like he would have been the best um person to do that. Um so I don't think when we look at the I don't think relating wave uh, is the best striker on that team. So I just think they finally found that striker. I think that's like crazy cracked. You know what I mean? Like in, I think we've talked about it before where it's like, you need like at least one really cracked mechanical player nowadays, especially in, in a, but increasingly in EU. Um, so I think they found that. And I think that's, I mean, it, it's more complicated than that, but I think on a general sense, I think that's what's really benefiting them
1: yeah and you kind of mentioned it, but it seemed like relating wave Metcinaris as well, but really relating wave to me really figured out how he wanted to play the game again he was it wasn't like he was trying to figure out where to be or what to do. he like knew what he wanted to do and how he wanted to play the game same with same with Metzenaris, but relating wave really stood out to me more
0: right. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think they all played awesome. Um, I hope it continues. I like seeing Mets a good... I mean, he I think he's always been pretty good. But yeah, well, you know what? That reminds me. Something he said in the interview, I loved. Not enough players like, have confidence. I know like having balance, I want people to be super arrogant. But they asked him, I forget who it was. They asked him, you know, does it feel good again after, you know, being in a slump for a while? And he was like, you know what? I always thought I was good. I think I'm proving it now. I'm thinking of showing everybody. But I always thought I had what it took to be a top team. I like that. He wasn't overconfident, but we need more. I want to see more of that. Like that just makes it so much more fun to watch when you can see players that are really confident in themselves and kind of, uh, you know, aren't arrogant or prideful, but are really um, confident in their abilities. So I think that was really cool. To hear from him. Um, I don't know. It was a small thing for a lot of people, but I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, same. Okay, so that was the recap, day one, two, and three. Um, I think we covered it pretty well. But now, uh, it's something that we haven't done before, which we're going to start doing. It was Drew's idea. I thought it was a really good idea. Um, giving a game ball to one of the players. They do this a lot. I know in American football, at the end of the game, they'll give it to the who they thought was the best player, they'll give the game ball just to kind of signify uh, and show respect to that person. Um, so, Drew, not just in the uh, finals, but overall, who do you think deserves that game ball? Who do you think was the biggest uh, playmaker? And I think I know where you're going, but I'll, we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there was a lot of players. Jory is, was just oh, okay. on another level for... Yeah. Dignitas marked by eight kind of felt like he was doing really good for BDS. But yeah, you know where I'm going. I'm going to go to psycho (laughs) psycho (laughs) had such a good performance for his very, very first regional. That to me is just sells it. He was definitely the best player on endpoint and it was his first regional and into the finals with, nerves of steel like he didn't even care that he was there right they didn't get to him at all so for that reason i'm gonna give him my game ball
0: yeah see okay so (laughs) before this podcast i was thinking i was like what am i gonna who am i gonna give it to because i know drew's gonna give it to psycho because that's the obvious pick who am i gonna give (laughs) it to that is still deserving who where it isn't just like a clickbait choice who am i gonna choose I could not think of anybody like, I mean, you could say, like you said, Jorias. um, and I, I didn't want to give it to anybody on BDS because they lost, even though, I mean, they're obviously all great. Um, so yeah, I, at the end of that, uh, thought process, I was like, okay, I'll just go with the boring pick psycho. He's really good. Um, something you kind of touched on, we, we touched on a bit, but not in this, uh, at this angle, um, they didn't hesitate at all. Specifically Psycho, I was impressed with that. Like like we talked about, he was doing musties to try to get goals, which I wouldn't recommend doing all the time, but he did it once, and it he almost scored on it. So I think that was really cool. Showed his confidence. Um, and I think one key thing that they did, did against BDS is they did not hesitate in the air or really to 50s in general they did not hesitate there are so many teams you saw it with vitality last season when they were, when bds was at the top um, of like for two splits or so they like even vitality was terrified of them just to play them not even if they were like like scoring like double taps just their presence on the field scared them and it made them hesitate but None of Endpoint did that. It was like Endpoint didn't realize that these guys were the Dynasty last season. So I thought that was really awesome, and Psycho had a had a big part uh, uh, to play in that. I thought.
1: Yeah, and we keep going back to it at their series against BDS, but for anyone that that's didn't watch very much of last season, BDS they won nine of the twelve that's crazy. finals nine of the 12 i think the next closest team to winning that mini was true neutral right. and it's also because they were true neutral and yeah. sam but <laughs> but that just shows you eu is not like a a minor region like NA. <laughs> no. Oh a no. no 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 not like a minor region like sam or like um uh, yeah. OCE yeah, yeah. but for them to go in like you said and just have this series against BDS and not care that it was, it was BDS Johnny Boy was talking about a little bit during the series is that BDS might not be used to this usually whenever they're playing someone they're just so afraid to play them to push up on them because oh it's Monkey Moon it's Mark it, it's Extra that they might not have been used to it. And like you said, even Vitality last season was just scared to even like try to challenge them or play them at all. So yeah. I it was that was really impressing to me as well. Yeah.
0: yeah, Really good stuff by them. I was very happy with them. Um not gonna recap it. Um not gonna really recap the other regions. But Tokyo Verde won, so that was not that was expected and pretty Pretty much how we thought it would go. They lost to Doom, or they won against Doomsday's team. That was pretty cool. Um, we all saw it coming because Tokyo Verde is, uh, I think, probably the best in Asia, not just APAC North. But um, I thought I'd touch on that because for some reason I want to follow APAC North. I don't know what it is. I think it's Tokyo Verde, but I, I kind of wanted to highlight them for a minute. Um, anyway, back to the uh, major regions NA and EU. Um, after this split, or not split, this regional, um, I thought we'd uh, follow suit with what we did last se- or last week and do power rankings going into EU's next regional, regional two of the fall split. Um, Drew, do you want to start off or do you have one? I know you were kind of coming up with it before the podcast. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you got it yet.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you my number 10. And then you can give me yours, and we can go down the list like that. Okay. Okay. Um, my number ten, and this was really hard to put together. I'm gonna say that to start off. I didn't know how to put ten teams, only ten teams, in my list because there was like fourteen that I did want to put on my list. <laughs> but <laughs> number ten, I came down to the conclusion that I was going to give it to uh, Guild. Guild. I thought Guild. Yeah, Guild played uh, a decent... The If you look at their series, they didn't have a good day, but they did get take BDS to 5, okay. which was impressive. They took BDS to 5. Uh, they beat...
0: Uh, um, Navi. Navi.
1: Yeah, Navi. And then... They lost to the Flying Dutchman and Williams Resolve, which the Flying Dutchman were a pretty good team. Yeah. I won't lie, and Williams Resolve made it, so I—that's why I gave them number ten. Okay, <laughs> that's what I brought. Up
0: you know, to. at first I thought you were a bit crazy for that one, but it's actually not a bad pick. They did go to five against NV or not NV BDS, which I did not think they did. I thought I looked at it earlier. I did not know that, so that is pretty impressive. For my number ten, I have Navi. Um, they just barely didn't make it. Um, I, it was frustrating because I wanted them to do good, mainly because they're a new org. The reason I have them at ten is because I think they'll play better. Um, when you look at their roster, like I mean, they've won in the past. Um, T Gray, Lewis P, Dead Monster. I've seen them win win before. That's Fadeaway's roster. Um, so I think they'll. I think they'll do better next split. Um, it was just all over the place with some of the, um, with the not the seating, but how the Swiss went with all the big teams being kind of down low at the beginning. I think that kind of hurt some of uh, some of these kind of mid tier teams. Um, yeah, I was frustrated though. Uh, they could be a lot lower uh, because they only beat SK. They did they did go to five against Dignitas, which I thought was impressive because Dignitas played pretty well. Um, so I don't know. Um, they could easily be lower, but I want to put them there. I don't know, that might be a bit biased because they're a newer org, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt.
1: Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's a pretty good pick. Uh, I'll give you that one. Um, my number nine is the Flying Dutchman.
0: Okay, I was pretty
1: impressed with the Flying Dutchman. Uh, I like this new team of, let me find it though. Oi and violent Panda with Verge as their coach. I think, I think they can do better. I think they can be a decent kind of regular ish top eight team if they have a little bit more time together. Okay.
0: Yeah, I agree. I like fine Dutchman. Um, for my number nine, I have Queso. Um, Again, I mean they were two and three on the day. They they were ten and ten for their game diff. They beat Navi three one, went to five against BDS, which is impressive. Uh, swept Williams Resolve, which is impressive because they played pretty well. Did get swept by Endpoint, uh, not great. But they they also went to five against Dig, um, so I think they could be really good. Like I said, I think they might just need a bit more time. Um, it's not the same Team Queso squad of last season. Uh, the old Queso squad is on Vodafone now. Now it's joyo uh Vatara and rise um so i i don't, I haven't seen a bunch of them, but from what I did see uh, they were all right so i I don't think they're a top eight team, but I think nine um for, for right now is is fair,
1: yeah, I like that pick as well. My number eight is evil geniuses yeah. i I liked how they played in Day one with the Swiss, I thought, thought they did pretty good. Kind of a lower-end team. I didn't really expect a lot out of them, I'm going to be honest. I think they're the old German Amigos yep, squad, right. aren't they? Yep. Yeah. And they kind of got a rough roll of the dice yep. playing their first quarterfinal against PDS. And for that reason, I'll give them number eight.
0: Yeah, it was tough because all these, a lot of these teams, I mean... They dropped. A lot of the strong teams dropped 0-1, which means the, the actually bad teams had to play the teams that just lost the first series because of whatever reason. So that was tough. Um, my number eight, the Flying Dutchman. I have them a bit higher up. Ooh. I'm a Verge right. guy. I'm a Violet Panda guy. I think Violet Panda is a good leader. I like Verge. I like though. Well, I kind of like though. Don't know much about Oli, but I like the other two. The other three, really. Um, so... Uh, I think they can be really uh really really good I know we've discussed before uh, I'm surprised some of these big orgs didn't pick them up um I don't know if they were asking too much no, they very same. they very well could have especially with verge being really one of the top coaches in the league he he does a decent job I think personally um so that's my
1: pick I like that one as well just a little higher up than yep, mine yep. My number seven was Williams. Resolve. Okay. I was kind of impressed against their uh, with their KC against their against playing against KC. That series almost, almost had their first sweep. They were so close. Oh, I wish they did, but um, that. That one impressed me. i I gained a little bit of respect for Williams resolve when that one of whenever they took him to seven, they were down o three. so yeah, I, I, I was kind of impressed with them with that series. Hmm,
0: I like that pick. Um, let me see. So for my number seven, I have e g. So we're kind of in similar spots, just kind of a bit different, like either a bit higher or a bit lower. e g um, again, I mean, they're a decent team. They beat. Vitality it didn't wasn't that that doesn't show much based on how vitality vitality yeah vitality did that day um they beat Vodafone uh, they beat triple zero or double zero nation um so I mean kind of med day but they went to five against Dignitas fair um, so I have
1: them at seven. All right, I like that one. My number six is misfits
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, even though they got stomped by endpoint, I liked how they played in day one. They went three and one on the day they beat uh. Williams resolve they beat Endpoint on day one, which was kind of surprising that Endpoint came back and beat him in day two, and they beat the Flying Dutchman. They went out three against KC, but yeah, I was kind of impressed with their day one, so I'll put him at I'll put him at number six.
0: True, I, I love that pick. You know why? Because it's my pick too. So I I, I like myself <laughs> in that way. Um, yep, for pretty much for all the same reasons you said. Um, again, they're not going to be. I don't think contending for a, a championship, but they're definitely going to be, uh, I think, probably in the major um, or or close to it. Um, and I think they'll be uh, still a very good competing team. I think they'll take out some of the teams that, kind of like KCP did um, last season um, at the beginning and even later on especially. They, they weren't the greatest team, but definitely if you didn't give them respect, they would... They would uh kind of punch you in the mouth, so I think they could they're they're my sixth spot for now.
1: I like it. I like it. My number five is simper right I think Simper can be a top four team pretty easily-hmm they just they I'm not sure how to put this. Shotset needs to figure something out. Ooh. I thought that Shalset coming over here would help him out because I think that with um, being with Astral and Farah um, last season, maybe wasn't the best fit for him. Maybe I don't know. It broke him. But he hasn't. It. it you know what? It might have. <laughs> but uh, it. I just. There wasn't much from Chassette that series or the series that I watched because I went back and I watched the Dignitas one and a couple of others from day one. But I feel like they can be a top four team if Chassette can figure out and find the magic that he had again in season eight.
0: Yeah, man. Season eight, Chassette. So good. I loved him on land. He's such a funny guy, too. I'm rooting for him. I hope he does good, too. Um, So I kind of agree with those sentiments. My number five is Simper. Wow. Look at us. I like Simper. I like Simper, the former top look squad. Uh, 3-1 EG, uh, 3-0 the fine Dutchman, 3-2 BDS. Really impressive. They didn't lose a single series on the day. Only lost three games the entire day. Really, really, really good day. Um, They didn't do quite as well in the quarterfinals. Um, That happens, but I think they're really strong. And like you said, I think if Chassette uh, gets a bit, you know, gets something figured out a bit more than he has, they'll be even better. So um, I'm really impressed with them, um, despite kind of Chassette, you know, still needing to figure some stuff out. Um, So I think that's pretty impressive, uh, in my opinion. And they went to yeah. um, seven in the quarterfinals against Digg. So that's that's not nothing to sneeze at.
1: Yeah. Um, let's see. My number four is Dignitas. I think they had a rough kind of day one. I want to say they had a rough day one. They played some... Actually, now that I look at it, they didn't play many hard teams. They had a rough day one. <laughs> yeah. They made up for it in... Day 2, though. They played a good series. They started out slow in Day 2, but they beat Simper. Uh, And then, same thing with Evil Geniuses. They got a tough roll for Semis. But even though they did get the tough roll, they kept it close. Every game was only a 1-point game. uh, Even though it was a 4-1. So, I was still kind of impressed with Dignitas. I think that they can become a better team, but i'll
0: put them at number four yeah so um we've gone on this for a minute now so i th- i, I want to guess your last uh, few so can i do that can i guess the last few see if i get them right yeah,
1: yeah so let's see
0: your last four i mean you already said dignitas but i'll go through it is your last four dignitas kc bds and endpoint
1: You know me too well. That's mine too? <laughs> that's, that's, I was gonna, I was like
0: totally fine to go through them all, but I really wanted to guess them all and see if they were the same as mine.
1: <laughs> all right, I'll let you, let's, um, since we have the same ones, let's, let's trade off. So I'll okay. let you, I'll let you have, uh, KC.
0: Okay. KC. Astral's not looking super hot, but it's KC there. I mean it's the same thing with Set where it's like even though Astral isn't i mean he's playing really well but he doesn't seem the same as he did as the we play uh, mentally speaking but that's almost even more impressive that they went to quarters or semis and almost beat in point uh with that in mind so they're really strong um i think they're uh they'll do better than uh, Astral's previous team um so i think i think they'll be just fine um I uh, will be interested to see how his mental changes or or doesn't change, but I mean there's they're really good, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Alright, number two, BDS. <clears throat> I think with BDS, I feel like I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to football here for a second, but I feel like we have way too high of expectations expectation or we just have really high expectations for them just like yeah. Patrick Mahomes all right yeah. yeah we have really high expectations and if they don't perform perfect and they don't win people are shocked mm-hmm. uh, Um, but BDS still played a very good um, playoffs they had a good day one they went three and one on the day swept evil geniuses For one Dignitas, who was a decent Dignitas. Mm -hmm. Not a hot Dignitas, but a good Dignitas. And then brought Endpoint to 7. Both series. And the end of the last series gave me a lot of hope. The last... The second series. There we go. Against Endpoint. Gave me a lot of hope because it really looked like the old BDS that we're used to that just kind of dominate. We haven't seen... A BDS that's won uh, a regional since the spring regional three, which mm. is crazy. They haven't won yeah. a tournament since then. They've went they've went second place in every tournament they've played since then. But um, yeah, I, I it was a good day for BDS. It it gave me a lot of hope for this squad again.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's all right. Um. Yeah, there's so much pressure. I mean, regardless of what sport you're in or what you're doing, I mean, whether it's your job, whether it's uh, the team you're on, to perform. If you're if you are performing, you, there's so much more pressure. It's like a snowball effect to do really well. And I think they're, I think they're very professional too. They always give good interviews. They're all, always really respectful. They all seem like they really care to win, um, and it's not just kind of a, 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 a kind of just something they do on the side or not not take too seriously. So I really have always appreciated that about them. Um, okay. For number for number one, obviously in point. Um, I don't know if it'll stay that way the whole season. We'll see. Um, but definitely after this regional, you have to put them at number one. Um, mm-hmm. Basically because Psycho is really good. Mezzanoris is back to form from earlier seasons. Relating Wave has found a really good uh, niche uh on on the squad uh to be honest i i couldn't tell you i'd have to go back and look at the tape to see what he is um i'd say he's kind of a third man um in my opinion but either way he's really found a good uh, niche no one seems to stand out uh on any role uh so that's a positive no one's a a outlier in that sense so i think they're really strong and and i'll uh, look forward to see how they compete in the future
1: yeah and one thing that i want to point out neither of us had vitality
0: no and can i say something yeah so i made a mistake (laughs) with my list that i don't have williams resolve on here so as i when drew said williams resolve i was like oh crap i don't have them on here i just pulled the stumpy so, formally, I uh, take out Team Queso at number 9 and put Resolve there. That's how I'm going to fix that. Because <laughs> so, uh, they deserve to be on there over Queso, I think. I don't know why. I don't know if I just overlooked them. I kind of whipped it, whipped it together today before I had to go run some errands. So, that may might be why. But I, I'll take the L on that one. But I, I wanted to change that. <laughs>
1: I want to say one more thing on Vitality as well. Me and you have talked about it. But for Vitality to go to the LAN in Stockholm, Sweden, to have a chance, That'd this isn't perfect. a guarantee. They have to place at least top four. Yeah. The next two uh, regionals yeah. to even have a chance. That's not to go. Yeah. I think uh, it depends on other teams. To, partially. Yeah. It kind of depends on that too. But. I think if they want a really good chance of going, I think they have to place two second places, Right. depending upon how points play out for the other teams that are top five right now, which are... Let's see, let me look real quick. It's Endpoint, BDS, Carmine, and Resolve, Misfits, Simper, and Evil Geniuses are all tied for fifth. Okay. But they're at least... A hundred ten points out, mm. which is a that's lot to rough. make up. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's crazy. I know at the at the beginning of the season, if if you told me that they were going to be sixteenth in the first regional, I would have been like, "Bruh," but man, I would have told
1: you you were stupid.
0: But I think that shows the depth <laughs> of the season as well. I think a lot of people say it's because the top teams are shaky, but no, with this format being top eight teams making it to playoffs only. And the uh, just to qualify, to make it to Swiss, you have to be a top 16 team instead of top 32. I think that just makes it so much harder. Um, and some good rookies like Psycho have really stepped up. So I think he was doing really good this season. Um, it's a lot more interesting than last season, in my opinion, so far. So that's good to see. Um, mm-hmm. Before we close off, um, let me pull up. The regional event two for North America. Um, so the qualifiers happened yesterday. I think they ended yesterday. They did. I'm looking at the Liquipedia yes. now. Um, pretty normal. People made it. Uh, Rogue finally made it. That's nice. Uh, Sonics made it. Torrent made it. They didn't make it last split or regional. RBG uh, made it. Nefarious. Um, So a couple teams that we haven't seen since last season made it, some of those bubble teams. So that's kind of cool to see what they do. Um, I don't know which one of those bubble teams, if any, um, adjusted their roster or made any roster changes. But um, I'll have to check that out later. But um, pretty normal. United made it. I don't think they made it last split. Um, Yeah. So um, that's interesting. Uh, Does anybody stand out to you?
1: Um just United making it. I think yeah, Torrent made it last time, but United did not. Torrent didn't make it? United Torrent made it last time I didn't in think they did. regional one. Oh, yes. you're right. They did.
0: They did. Yeah, they did. My bad.
1: <laughs> but um yeah, United RBG those and Nefarious are all new teams this time around yeah so i it'll be interesting to see if they can do anything this time i'm still waiting unlike for the, the d- other three teams yeah
0: I, i'm still waiting for the day that kcp makes it we'll see I, i'm a one to mike guy. i don't know what's i don't know what's i
1: i, I do too i i like one to mike a lot he deserves better i feel than like, this. like he's
0: kind of i'm a kcp fan and he deserves better than this so it's so, yeah, great, but uh, I'm still rooting for them. So we'll see if they if they make <laughs> make <laughs> a regional one of these days. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, um, like we did last week before we close off the last thing. Drew, do you have any predictions for the finals? The two teams that go and the one that wins.
1: Man, that's. Mm.
0: It's tough this season.
1: <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. And I don't want to say energy in phase, because I really feel like that's you who it's gonna be. You but can
0: if you think I
1: really it. don't I don't wanna say that because that's just boring. So I'm gonna choose one team out of those two. I'm gonna say energy goes. Okay. And and I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna go dark horse here. You know, I'm gonna go dark horse, super dark horse, true neutral Yes!
0: Inject into my veins. I love that pick. That's a great pick. <laughs> That's someone who I thought. So I think it's gonna be NRG and Drew. You know what I'm gonna go? I'm gonna go. I think space station find it within their souls. I think Arsenal. He just demos everybody. They don't come up with a new play style. He just demos everybody more than he's demoed people ever before, and they go. Reynolds has talked too much smack for them not to go. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Owen Reynolds always talks too much smack. For no, how but their I mean, like, are.
0: it is. There's been a lot recently.
1: There has been a lot recently, but he's always talked tons of I smack. Know,
0: I know. I'm just. <laughs> I, I hope he backs it up this time. Um, so Hopefully. we'll see. but I, I like Arsenal too so I hope they do well um, yeah I think that's going to pretty much wrap it up that was an awesome, awesome first regional for EU I think it was better than NA somehow I don't know how but it was um, partially because of the Swiss stage so I was really really pleased with that um, so Drew is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up I don't think so I think we covered it pretty well so uh, as usual, we will be back uh, next Monday. Um, I'm, we might uh, record on Sunday night if I'm not tired, uh, like like this past Sunday, because I'm lazy. Um, so we might get it out early on Monday morning. Like it might uh, upload early Monday morning, or it might uh, up- upload um, late Monday evening, uh, which is normally when we uh, which is normally when we record it. So we'll have to see. But it should be exciting. Um, We'll see if KCP makes a regional ever. Um, We'll see if FaZe and NRG continue their dominance. And we'll we'll, uh, see how that goes. See if the big dogs stay at the top or if there will be some parity like in EU. So with that, we'll let you guys go. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Peace.